Hello, and welcome to Mandarin Slang Guide, MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Josh Ogden Davis, bringing you the words and perspectives that aren't in your textbook. A while ago, in the WeChat group, some listeners were asking for a show about Chinese number slang, or the way that sometimes numbers can be used to represent Chinese words or Chinese characters. And to those listeners, I say, your day has come! I put together a list of some of the most common number slang that you might see online or in text conversations, and then I called up my good friend Kat Shi, an English teacher in Beijing, to come walk you through them all. But before we got to that, we had a chat about some of the challenges in learning and teaching a language. So now, Sit back, relax, wash your hands for 20 seconds, and don't touch your face while you enjoy this week's episode. Hi, Kat. How are you? Hi, Josh. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, too. I've known you for a while, but could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Um, hello, everyone. My name is Kat. I'm an independent English teacher. Right now, I'm living in Beijing. Are you in Beijing right now? No, I'm I'm in my hometown. You are from Tianjin, right? Yes. Tianjin. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, now right now because this coronavirus outbreak, I have to stay mm -hmm. in my hometown. And um, yeah, but I work in Beijing. You mentioned that you're an independent English teacher. What does that mean? Well, independent English teacher um, means that I I work independently. I teach some private lessons, and I don't work for some English uh, language training institution or uh, state-owned schools. So this is yeah, independent English teacher. And what kind of students do you have? Um, I have all kinds of students. Like I teach uh, teenagers, kids, um, adults, basically like all ages. I know that a lot of foreigners who are living in China, and a lot of our listeners as well, are teaching English, uh, and they legally they can't be independent English teachers, but some of them do have classes on the side. So I'm wondering, as a Chinese person, how do you feel about the job of being an independent English teacher? Is it a good living? Is it easy street? Is it you're just barely scraping by every month? What is it like? Um. So it's... What can I say? It's um, you know, double-edged sword. So <laughs> <laughs> to work on your work on my own, I do have a lot of free time, and um, I can have my own schedule, my own students. And you basically need to organize everything in your life, and that's the good part because you can control your life by yourself. Mm. But um, on the other hand, you have to be very self-disciplined. So to be independent, that means that you have to do everything by yourself. So it's it's hard, I have to say, it's hard, but uh, it's totally worth it because from what you earn, actually the, the money, the salary is better than you work for uh, other people. And um, mm. you can teach the way that you like or you think it 
better for the students. You don't have to follow those rules in the language institution or in the state-owned school. So you have the freedom. Actually, <laughs> that's the the part that I, I like being a independent English teacher. Yeah. Once upon a time, I was also an English teacher, but、oh. that was back before I, I. Oh, I think you knew that when I first moved to China in 2010. Oh, that's a long time ago. It was a long time ago, and that was when I started learning Chinese, and so that was also kind of when I started teaching at all. So I really had no idea what I was doing, which I learned later is par for the course for a lot of foreign teachers.、Mm -hmm. So back then, I was teaching English and was talking to people who were trying to learn English, but I didn't have enough experience to really compare their experience of learning English to my experience of learning Chinese. So I'm very curious to know what you think. As someone who is completely bilingual, what are the hardest things for people to grasp about English? Like, for example, for foreigners learning Chinese, the tones can be really hard,、mm -hmm. and memorizing so many characters and <laughs> reading them quickly can be very hard. Are、mm -hmm. there things that are similarly confounding for <laughs> Chinese students <laughs> learning English? You know,、um, if you learn a new language, I think the difficulties are probably the same. Like I find、uh, learning English or learning the the vocabularies is the most difficult part when I first started learning English. So、mm. memorizing vocabularies and also、um, try to remember the sentence patterns and、uh, remember the spelling of the words. So difficult when I was young, and I guess there、uh, the things might be the same when you first learn Chinese, right? I'm not sure, like if you had the same kind of ex experience. Yeah. So when I first started learning Chinese,、um, first of all, tones were relatively easy for me, which I understand is very weird, and I wish I understood what I was doing differently from other people, so I could bottle that and sell it because apparently it worked. But learning characters was really hard for me, and I feel like learning how to write in Chinese would be harder than learning how to write in English because in English. Our spelling does not match up a hundred percent with how we pronounce things. But、mm -hmm. if someone who knows what the letters sound like tries to spell something, I can probably guess what it means. Whereas in Chinese, as I understand, these characters a long, long, long time ago had a much closer connection to the sound that they make than they do today. So these days, it's almost impossible to guess. How I should write something based on what it sounds like, because it, there might be a part of the character that indicates something close to the sound that the character makes, but there might not be. And even if there is a part in the character that represents the sound, it might represent、mm -hmm. that sound in a different tone or that sound with a different consonant at the beginning. So I really feel like it's easier to guess how to spell something in English,、mm -hmm. and even if you don't get it right, someone might understand you. Whereas it's pretty much just. Flat out impossible to guess how to write something in Chinese unless you can actually remember specifically which character it is. Right, exactly. Like what I told my one of my students a few days ago. Like if you try to write a Chinese character, it's more like you draw a picture. It's more、mm. like、um, a, a graphic thing to you know to the learners. And you can see actually the word can actually tell the meaning of the story behind this word, just like、um, the word you know nan. There's the up part is the 
word 田 the down part is the leaf. Actually, 南 um back uh to the ancient time, it means that the the male works on the field. You have to do some labor work. So、mm-hmm. it just like you can tell the story by just read the the word the character. But in English, I know like it's it would be easier for you to know the the pronunciation of the word. But for most you know foreigners as a second a second language learner, it's really hard for us to tell the meaning of the word. But、mm. it would be easier for us to learn the pronunciation. How to read it? How to you know make the sound? So it's quite different for me. Yeah, and I th- I was about to say I feel like, but I don't feel like I know that English has many more sounds in it than Chinese does. Chinese actually has a relatively small amount of sounds that you can make, and then you multiply that by roughly four to get the. For the four tones,、mm-hmm. whereas English has lots of different vowels and lots of different consonants, and sometimes the consonants are just a little bit different. Some of my fans from the work that I do in China online always ask me questions about inbiao, about the phonetic <laughs> alphabet, because they、yeah. they don't feel comfortable unless they have that phonetic alphabet. Even if I look at the word and I know how to pronounce it. A lot of people really use the phonetic alphabet as a crutch because there are just so many sounds in English, and it's really hard to remember when to use which one. That that's true. And by the way, did you learn inbiao when you were young, like when you were?、Uh, oh no, no. <laughs> the the first time I think I ever saw inbiao was again. That's the phonetic symbols, the phonetic alphabet. Was when、okay. I was in university. I was a music major. And I had friends who were vocalists, and for them to be able to sing in a language that they don't speak, they would often use the the IPA, the International Phonetic, Phonetic Alphabet, to、mm-hmm. tell the singers what the words sound like exactly. And that was the first time I ever came into contact with it. Ah, so that means the inbuilt stuff is only for the second second language learners. Can I say that? Maybe that makes sense to me. There may be a case. <laughs> there may be a language in the world that is just so diabolically difficult to pronounce that native speakers are using IPA to, to、uh, figure it out, using Imbial to figure it out. But we've gotten pretty far off topic right now, and this is what happens when language <laughs> nerds start talking to each other.、Um, we're not here to talk about any of that. We're really here to talk about some fascinating slang words in Chinese that come entirely out of numbers,、okay. which is something that we don't see as much in English. There's a little bit of this in English.、Um, for example, if I want to say later, I can write l eight. R right because the、mm-hmm. eight sounds like you know it's eight from the middle of later,、um, mm-hmm. but in Chinese it's taken to an extreme, partially for the some of the reasons that Frankie Huang talked about、uh, last week, which is that there are fewer sounds in Chinese, so there's more homophones, yada yada yada, and a lot of those homophones are numbers. So the ones that we're going to talk about today are eighty eight, five twenty, five fifty five, two thirty three, and two fifty. Which sound like nothing in English, but apparently they sound like something in Chinese, and I'm very happy that Cat is here to walk us through it. So let's jump in at the beginning, Cat. Yes. If I'm talking to someone on WeChat and、mm-hmm. they send me 88, what does that mean? Um, that's a very popular one, actually. Uh, 88 means you want to say goodbye to this person on WeChat. But why? Maybe it just has very similar pronunciation when you say bye bye, 
bye bye in Chinese, and the eighty eight is baba. So baba is you know similar to bye bye. Yeah. You know when people when people are lazy, you just want to send some short um, short messages. <laughs> <laughs> I think that、yeah. happens to you know English. Today I send my friend a T T Y L.、Mm-hmm. That's like talk to you later. So this the same thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of those like GTG, BRB,、mm-hmm. uh, ROTFL,、yeah. all these things.、Mm-hmm. I guess I hadn't thought about that. We can do that in English easily because we have letters, so we just pull out the first letter of every word.、Uh, mm. But you can't just pull out the first part of every character in Chinese. That would be utter nonsense. So I guess using numbers is maybe the most convenient way、uh, for them to do that. Yes, but first of all, you have to know. The the Chinese, you know, you have to know how to read Chinese, and、um, you have to know the the pronunciation of this word. Then、uh, you can connect the numbers with the sound, and then the meaning of the Chinese character. So it's a little bit more complicated, I guess. Yeah, there's one more level of connection in there.、Um, so bye bye is something. Bye bye, meaning goodbye. It's、yeah. something that has fit very well into Chinese, I think, because bye. Which spelled in Pinyin B A I is a sound that is in Chinese, or the Chinese B A I in Pinyin sounds very similar to the English B Y E.、Mm-hmm. To the extent that you know, since I'm a foreigner, a lot of、uh, people stare at me, and a lot of kids want to wave at me and say hi. There was this one little girl who waved at me and said hi, and as they were getting off the metro, and I said bye bye, and then she turned and said to her mom, Ah, he will speak Chinese. Oh, he can speak Chinese because I said bye bye, and she thought that I was speaking Chinese. That's the extent to which bye bye has sort of become <laughs> part of the language. After years of using it, we thought, Oh, that's Chinese. That's an interesting point. So eight eight just means bye bye or yes, bye-bye, yes. Bye-bye, see you later. Can I use this with anyone? Or when is it appropriate to use this, and when is it appropriate not to use it?、Um, you know, if you want to use bye bye, it, it would be better for you to use it with your just between friends, and we、mm. don't send this kind of message to our boss or very important people. Yeah, just between friends. Yeah, I feel like that's probably true for all of the words that we're going to talk about today. All of these number slang words are going to be good for yeah, friends. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's not very formal. Yeah, just between friends. Yeah, and just to be clear, does anyone ever say "baba" like in real life, like actually say it out loud? Um, no, we don't say that out loud. We just send a message, you know, send a message with yeah. "baba." Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so that's "baba," and it means "bye bye." That、yes. was the most. The easiest one to get. The next one is a little bit trickier, and also maybe even more common. And it's five two zero five twenty. What does that mean? Five two zero. That's a very classical one. <laughs> that means <laughs> like you want to express that you love this person. Five two zero. Yes, is very similar to I love you. And、uh, we turn the date actually is the twentieth May to Chinese, you know, a kind of a Valentine's Day as well. well. What do you mean when you say it's similar to "I love you"?、Um, just the same with "bye bye"、um, because five two zero in Chinese is 520, the number、mm-hmm. how we how we say it.、Mm-hmm. So 520 is very sounds very similar to 我爱你 
So that's why they have this kind of you know sound connection. You fell for it. I was just trying to trick you into saying that you love me. Um, <laughs> now, to me, this has always been a bit weird because I don't think that Wu Arling and Wu Aini. I don't think that sounds very similar at all. But you're saying that a lot of people do feel that it's very similar. Yes, yes. We because we when、uh, we, we speak Chinese, you know, we 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 tend to use、uh, the same kind of sound to express the information. And Wu Arling is another short form for Wu Aini. Maybe you you know most Chinese pe- people are very shy to express their feelings.、Um, they will、mm. send、uh, you know online red envelope. And they will send、yeah. this girl or this boy five hundred twenty kwai to express the love、oh. to each other, and this is also, you know, very romantical way. Oh, that's fun! So this isn't just the kind of thing that you would type out and send to someone. We've talked、mm. about hongbao before yes, on the show many times.、Yes. WeChat hongbao, the red envelopes, and you would actually set the amount of、yeah. that to five twenty. Five twenty. If you really love them, maybe it's five hundred and twenty RMB. If it's just kind of a little bit of affection, maybe it's five RMB and twenty cents. Exactly.、Um, exactly. By extension, if I want to break up with someone, can I send them eighty-eight RMB? Well, eighty-eight RMB has another meaning. That means、uh, <gasps> they wish you <laughs> to have very good luck. Maybe they hope you can be rich in the future. Because eighty-eight, if you send the number and in a you know you spend this amount of money, that means you can be you know very rich. That's another expression. Yeah,、not, I forgot yeah. about that. I forgot that eight was the lucky rich number yeah, as well. Yeah, that's the fa, right? Yeah, it sounds like fa tai, which means to get rich. Yes. So, okay, so if you're sending a, a hongbao, eighty-eight doesn't mean bye-bye anymore. No, not at all. So why would you send a you know money to this person if you want to you know break break up with this person? So kind of to break up and apologize <laughs> at the same time.、Uh, this is why、oh. I'm still single. I clearly don't understand how this is supposed to work.、Mm. I love what you mentioned about how this is not as direct as saying, "Hey, I love you." It, you're sort of、um, weakening it a little bit by saying, "Oh, wo arling" instead of "wo ai ni." It's kind of like, I guess, in English, if you said "love you," yeah, that is very different from "Hey, I am in love with you, this person."、Um, I thought about it that way, but it does make it, it softened it a little bit, doesn't it? Yes, and、um, it's very it suits our you know personality. Most Chinese people very introverted, so they、mm. tend to say something with their feelings, not in a very obvious way. But we don't、mm. say "warling" actually in numbers to express our feelings. We usually send text messages, and we just send that out to the person we love or we have feeling for, but we don't say that out loud. So this wu er ling changed into wu ai ni. There are a lot more number slang than we're going to talk about today. But in a lot、okay. of these slang, if you're trying to figure out what it means, the number five often means I. The、mm-hmm. number two、uh, can mean、uh, several different things. We'll talk about more of them. But love is one of them, and ling is often used for ni. So if you ever see a, a, a number that you think is number slang. But we haven't talked about it, and you can't look up what it means. Some of these numbers are often used to indicate the same character, so keep these three in mind: Wu, Er, and Ling. But now we're going to move on to a different one that has Wu in it, 
and it doesn't mean I at all. This is 555. What does this mean in Chinese? (laughs) Well, that's a very cute way. You know, most girls would use that one. But guys, I don't think that's for guys. So girls use that to express, oh, they're really sad. Like, ooh, has the same sound with crying. It sounds like the the sound you make when you cry. So, yeah, yeah, triple five (laughs) usually express that someone is really sad or not in a good mood, this kind of situation. Yeah, it's funny in that uh, previously, Ling, those numbers sounded like characters, but this wu-wu-wu is just an onomatopoeia. It just sounds like you're physically crying. Yeah. And that's um, that made me think about, is there a number like this in English? And I can't think of it. Maybe if it's maybe two, like, oh, two, 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 two. I didn't know about that in English. Do we have? Do you have that? Like, no, we don't. That that was. Don't. I was just trying to make something up. But it <laughs> sounds less like crying than I think woo does. It sounds um, sort of like a weeping. What sort of situation will people use this five 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 woo 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 in? Um, maybe like between boyfriend and girlfriend. Like the the girl's <sighs> really sad, and maybe. Uh, she wants to get more attention from the boy and just said, ooh, ooh, maybe uh, you can buy me a milk tea or something to make me feel better. It's not something <laughs> serious. <laughs> it's just, you know, just uh, kind of like a romantic thing between boys and girls. You, know? you said it's a romantic thing. So maybe sometimes people use this when they aren't actually sad either. Oh, in different kind of situation. But as for me, I, nev- I don't send that to, if I'm really angry, like, you, you know, I don't send woo-woo because woo-woo to me is just, uh, you are being very naughty. You are, you know, just <laughs> want to ask something from this person. And if I'm really angry, uh, I will just keep, you know, not sending any message. Like, I just don't talk. You know, that's, I don't know other people, but that that's, that's me, yeah. Welcome to the MSG psychotherapy session. Uh, I, I'm not at all qualified to to prize that apart. So what I'm getting from this is that people might use this woo-woo to kind of pretend to be emotional for attention. Yes. Uh, or they might use it if, they, if something actually did make them a little bit sad, but they kind of want to play it off. Any sort of very lighthearted expression of real or imagined sadness. Right. Okay. So that's woo-woo-woo-woo. We've really squeezed the number five completely dry right now, and we're going to skip on to some different numbers. Uh, the next one we have is 233, or R33. What is that? Um, 233 means you express that you really want to laugh out aloud. Oh, like LOL in English. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, I think that's from a very old forum online and mm. it's very i think it's very nerdy <laughs> expression <laughs> i don't know how to say that like yeah yeah it's not very it's not as popular as other numbers we've been talking about i guess yeah i think that's true because i i when i see 233 or r uh i see that usually on a video website like Billy Billy or on like a Dan Mu. We talked about Dan Mu a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, mm-hmm. which is uh, those live comments on videos. So it seems like this is something that is used less in conversation and more in very nerdy online circles. Yes. 
As what I've heard, if you send R 三三 then it turns to be a laughing face or something. So this is interesting in that this is the first one that the meaning behind it actually has nothing to do with the sound. For baba, that sounds like bye bye.、Mm-hmm. For wu arling, that sounds like wu aini. Yeah. For wu that sounds like the sound of crying. But this R 三三 it it means laughing out loud, but It has nothing to do with the sound. It's just because this old internet forum would use two three three as a shortcut for a laughing face. Yes, and there is a group. Yeah, there is a group of people,、um, mostly teenagers, have their own language. You know, internet language.、Mm-hmm. Like if you get on a Bilibili, that's a website for teenagers. They actually have their own language to talk、hmm. by using numbers and、uh, different expressions. Like it's it's hard for me to understand. I guess R San San is one of them. Their languages. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the hardest things about learning a language is that it's never just one language. There are、yeah. different communities inside of that language that have different ways to communicate.、And、it's、right. like Leet Speak is what we call it, or called it when, back when I was in high school. I don't know if it's still called that, but that internet jargon that only people who people who are on the forums know、right. how to speak. It was called Leet Speak. I and I. Was not aware that there was a lot of Chinese leet speak, but apparently there is. Yes, definitely. All right, so that's R San San. It means ha 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 ha.、Uh, right. And that brings us to our last one. I'm very curious to know what you have to say about it, but it's R by Wu two five zero. Um. Actually, I'm I'm glad that you brought that up because <laughs> when you when we talk about Wu Arling. Then I thought about R、uh, 五零 and、yeah. it has totally different meanings. So Wardi means that I want to express the love to this person, and R 五零 actually you're saying this person is really dumb, really really stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you call somebody, uh, 你是一个二百五 that means oh, I think you're really stupid. A really, really stupid thing. Yeah. So in that sense, like an R by Wu is a person. You call someone. You are an R by Wu. Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. When I think about R by Wu or two fifty, I also think about the number two. R. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? You know, it's very similar to R by Wu. It's a short way to say stupid. We can say, "Uh, 他好 R." He's a very stupid guy. Yeah, ta hao r. He very too ta hao r. <laughs> yes, yes. That's interesting because most of these we can't put in a sentence. For example, baba,、mm-hmm. warling, wu,、mm-hmm. ar san san. Th- those are not like grammatical words. They are standalone expressions that are used by themselves. But、mm-hmm. um, ar bai wu. I've heard people say like, ni zhe ge ar bai wu. Right, you can use it in a sentence actually. So you, this two fifty, basically you're such a two fifty. Ni jiga ar bai wu is calling someone an idiot. It's pretty, it's pretty harsh though, right? Like this is, as I understand,、yeah. not really a joke. This is pretty serious, right? Right. Um, that shows that you probably really hate this person, or you you really don't like this person. You just say, "Ah, Tashigar by Wu." I think he's really stupid. I I don't like this person.、Yeah. So this is the way how you say it. And um, 不要做二百五不要做二百五 So 不要 is 
don't want or should not. Yeah. Fu means to do or to be. Er bai wu an idiot. So don't be an idiot. Yes. Er bai wu. Right. And there's a very interesting cultural way we we use these numbers because you know two、uh, fifty actually、uh, if we wanna、uh, share the bill、mm-hmm. or if we wanna pay the bill in the restaurant、mm-hmm. we try to avoid this number. Huh. Either we pay two hundred forty nine or two hundred fifty one, or we we just you know do not. Use this number to pay because it's not like some very luck number. It's not very lucky, so、huh. we try to avoid that number. That is fascinating. I ha- have never known about that, so maybe I have insulted someone without realizing it.、It's、dangerous world. <laughs> Now you know. Like <laughs> that's when we use this word. We actually it's not it's not very nice to use this word. Yeah. So if I send someone a hongbao with wu arling in it. Maybe they will like it. If I send、mm-hmm. someone a hongbao with "ar bai wu" in it, they will probably break up with me, or at least send me the message. Right, right. Then in this case, if we have to, you know, send a hongbao with the two hundred fifty kwai, we'd rather to send a two hundred fifty six because six is a good number.、Oh. So add a little bit money, and we will make it, you know, sound better. So if I owe someone two hundred and fifty RMB, some people might consider adding a few RMB just to avoid saying two fifty. Yes, yes. Huh, that's fascinating. And I think we talked about this before. But why does why is Leo a why is six a lucky number? Oh, this is like a Leo because we say Leo Leo 大顺 Leo Leo 大顺 That means you are gonna have a very fortunate life. So in this, these four characters, the first two are the same, Liu Liu, and that is not the number six. That's a different character that means freely flowing, if I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That also means that too. And Da Shun, Da means big, and Shun means like smooth. Yes. So Liu Liu Da Shun means I hope everything goes very well for you, and because of that expression, because the Liu sounds like the number six, and so six is a lucky number.、Mm-hmm. Excellent. So those are all of the words that we have today, and to review them, I'm going to give you, Cat, some situations, and you tell me which of these phrases you would use to react to me. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I want you to close your eyes and imagine really hard, because this is very difficult to imagine, that I have just told you a very funny joke. How would you reply? I would say, "Our son, son, son." Nice, nailed it. <laughs> you have nerd potential. You can make do it work. <laughs> do I have a nerd potential? <laughs> I didn't mean、okay. that as an insult. Okay, moving on quickly. If、right. I if we're having a conversation on WeChat and I say, "Okay, I'm going to work now. Let's talk later." What can you say? I would say bye bye. Just send Baba to you. Yeah, two eights. And if I say. I'm very sorry to tell you. Not say. If I send you a message saying, "I'm very sorry to tell you that your dog has just died," what might you say? Oh no! I would definitely send as, "Woo woo 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 no." Woo 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 no. No. Okay. Right. If I give you 
100 red roses and buy you a car and sing you your favorite song, what might you say? Oh my god, I'm gonna send you 520. 520. <laughs> It took me a minute to. Yes. <laughs> That means yes. 520. Yeah. <laughs> For a minute, I thought you had said 250, which would have been an appropriate answer as well, depending on your personality. If someone buys you 100 roses, you might say, oh, that's sweet. I love you. Or you might say, you idiot. Oh, yes. The, if you really, if you don't like this person, then there might be a 250. If you like this person, you might send 520. It really depends. Yeah. And the last one, if I tell you, and again, this is on WeChat because this is usually, this usually happens in text. I spent all day looking for my glasses, but my glasses were on my head the whole time. Right. What might you call me? That's definitely a 250. An wu. Yes. Sorry to say that. <laughs> no problem. You know, when I thought up that example sentence, I didn't take into account the degree to which R by Wu can be taken very seriously, and you should use that one with more caution than you use anything else. Right. That's good to know. Well, thank you very much, Kat, for going through all of these with us. No problem. I learned a lot, and I trust that our listeners learned a lot as well. Before we go, I want to ask you, because you are a teacher, an actual teacher, not just like me. Like, I'm not a teacher, but I play one on a podcast. You're a real educator. What is your main advice for someone who is trying to learn Chinese? A lot of people ask me about how to learn Chinese or how to learn English. Mm-hmm. I think the first and foremost, you have to get out from the comfort zone. If you are in China, like foreigners, if you're in China, I think um, it'd be better for you to talk to the you know person around you because there are mm-hmm. lots of Chinese people and find chances to talk with them. You know, have a cup of coffee to talk some. Um, to have some daily conversation. Uh, it's very helpful for you to just practice. Start from something small. And that's one thing. And another thing is you can read some books, maybe um, a textbook or to go to a language training uh, institution to have some classes there, have some professional educators to help you that also works better. And also, um, it's always good to watch some TV shows and maybe listen to some uh, Chinese music like Jay Cho. So he's always been very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I think those are very good methods because when I first started to learn English, um, I did like I talked to people, I read a lot of books, and also I watched a lot of TV, TV shows. And those uh, everything helped me a lot. I, I guess that might be helpful for you. Well, I hope it is. And based on my personal experience, I think that was all fantastic advice. Basically, just take as many opportunities as you can to engage with the language in lots of different ways. Conversation, media, yes. the classroom. Fantastic. Right. I love it. All right. Well, thank you very much, Kat. No problem. I'm very happy to be here with you guys. That's all the MSG we have for you today. Wash your hands for 20 seconds and don't touch your face. 
Thanks to Kat for being a great guest. If you have any questions or you want flashcards of this week's words, find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We're on Instagram now. Just search for Mandarin Slang Guide or add our WeChat, MSG Podcast, all one word, lowercase, and I'll add you to the WeChat group. That's MSG Podcast, all one word, lowercase. Thanks as always to Himalaya for being a great place not only to listen to podcasts, but also to host your podcast for free. Himalaya! Wash your hands for 20 seconds and don't touch your face! A very special thank you this week goes out to washing your hands for 20 seconds and not touching your face. And last but not least, thanks to you, the listener, for listening. I love it when you listen to this podcast and wash your hands for 20 seconds and don't touch your face. So, keep in touch and... 再见! 再会! Wash your hands for 20 seconds and don't touch your face. Bye-bye.